Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back, friends. Merry Christmas. Almost Happy New Year. I hope you guys are having the best holiday if you're listening to this on the release date. But holy moly, can you believe that this is the last Monday of 2021? In fact, to even make that better, this is our 50th episode. And I really, really can't believe it, to be honest. We have had such an amazing year um, within the business, and I'm just so excited about what's to come for 2022. And speaking of 2022, we have some really stellar things coming your way. So if you are enjoying the podcast, you're going to love what we have planned for you. So, so, so much has happened this year. There were so many lessons, many realizations, and so much growth. And I thought that with it being the last episode of 2021, I thought it would be cool to share my top five lessons that I'm taking away from 2021. Some are business, some are general lessons, but usually at the end of the year, I like to really do some reflection and I like to choose on my terms how I clue up the year. So let's dive into five of the lessons that I want to carry into 2022 with me and how I want to end off 2021. So the very first lesson that while I was preparing for this episode that I was reflecting on and looking at the thing that I worked, I guess, a lot on and helped my clients as well is your belief in yourself, your skills, your strengths, and what you have to bring to the table. And I really believe that having that belief in yourself is the catalyst that's going to move the needle in your life or in your business. And the belief in yourself has to be bigger than any doubt, naysayers, obstacles, or anything that comes in your way when you're doing something different, when you're putting yourself out there, when you're changing your narrative and your story, when you just decide to do things differently. The belief in yourself has to be bigger than all of those things. And it's really the thing that's going to pave your way to what you're trying to create and your goals. And to take that even one step further, I do think it's important to say that While you are creating these new goals for yourself and you're stepping into this belief, you don't need to change who you are in order to believe in yourself. What do I mean by that? Well, sometimes I think that we feel we have to be a certain way in order to believe in ourselves because we are looking at the people around us and we see them believing in themselves and we think, oh, I have to get there and then I'll believe in myself. Or maybe you have to achieve this certain thing first You're looking to see the result before you start the belief. But what I'm talking about is believing in yourself before you see the results. Believing in yourself and letting that be the thing that drives you along the way because 
We all know that goal setting, going after your dreams, doing things differently, it is really hard and you're going to be met with resistance. And it's what's going to help you continue to move forward in that resistance. And it's usually that belief, that dedication, but you have to believe that you can actually achieve your goal. If not, anything that comes your way is going to shake you and have you stepping back into old behaviors. So that's my very first lesson. My very, very first lesson is make sure I am working on the belief in myself. And if right now you don't believe in yourself, it's taking the baby steps each day to actually step into that understanding that, yeah, you have what it takes and only you can define that. My second lesson of 2021 um, that I really want to carry over into 2022 is forgiveness. Now, I'm going to talk about two sides of it. Um, But I truly believe that forgiveness is the most beautiful word. But please don't confuse forgiveness with accepting shitty behavior. That's not what I'm what I'm saying here. But forgiveness with communication and willingness to change and wanting to move forward is the most beautiful gift you can give and receive. I'd love to hear your input on this. But for me, I've had several uh, instances over the year over the past couple of years, actually, that have really allowed me to lean into forgiveness. And one of the things that I've really come to understand um, is that, you know what, no one is perfect. Absolutely nobody is perfect. And if you can give the gift of forgiveness to somebody who was willing to work on your relationship and move forward and take action, it is so worth it. Because we are all navigating this journey of life and having people in your life to help you graciously navigate it, you know, navigating that messy part, navigating when you mess up and learning. That's where I want to live. That's where I want to be. I want to be that person who's not a doormat, of course, but who allows people to to gracefully grow. And I hope the next time I mess up, someone will give me that gift of learning and growing and to do so with humility and grace, right? I think if we are going through this world thinking that, you know, we don't make mistakes and we can't forgive people. And when someone comes to have that tough conversation that we hold a grudge and keep move, moving forward without actually trying to make that situation better, I think that we're losing there. Now, of course, this doesn't apply to every situation. There's going to be people in your life who you don't want to have there and, and that's fine. But I do think that As a society, too, we need to be a little bit more empathetic about the mess up. We're never going to get it right the first time around. There is so many things that we contribute to the problem that we need to look at, too. And I think that forgiveness piece is the first step into leading into that, having the uncomfortable conversations, acknowledging your part into it and willing to work forward if the other person is, too, and if that relationship is worth it to you. On the flip side, though, Some of you might be listening to this and thinking there are some people in my life who I just can't forgive. Um, You know, they don't want to move forward. They don't see their part into it and they don't have any indication of apologizing to you for something that has really hurt you or anything like that. That's this is not what I'm talking about. But if you do have somebody that's coming to mind as I'm talking about this, you can still forgive somebody who will never offer an apology. You can forgive somebody who doesn't want to change. And for me, 
what that means for me is that it allows me to move on. It allows me to release and that forgiveness is more for me than it is for them. I'm really stepping into this new energy of releasing what doesn't serve me. And that doesn't mean that it's easy, but taking the steps to not hold on to the past and to really release and forgive allows me to move on, right? And I do that with empathy and not judging. And it's really allowed me to let go of some painful things that have happened in my past. So that's the second thing, forgiveness. The third one is going to be no surprise to you. You've heard me talk about this so many times before. But I, I, I would be silly not to move forward with this because it's something that I truly stand for. And it's authenticity, 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 authenticity. God, that's a tongue twister. You really have heard me talk about this because it's so pa- I'm so passionate about it. And I really want to continue to show up authentically. That doesn't mean that I don't mess up, by the way doesn't mean that I'm perfect in it. It doesn't mean that I have it all down pat, but it means that I'm going to continue to lead with it. And every day I want to lead more and more into it. And the thing is, is that the more that I do learn about myself and about healing and all these things, the more that I lean into just being myself. And I love showing my clients how to do this work too and how to do the same thing, because I know that the more work that I do on myself and the more I am of me, I grow and so does my business. Not that I do it for my business to grow, but it just has this compound effect that the more me I am, the more I show my quirky side, the more that I just don't care about what other people think, the more good comes back to me, you know? Um, So I'm really big in that authenticity. And I also know that being me is the thing that sets me apart in my industry. And I don't want to fit in. I don't want to do what other people are doing. I don't want to be a copycat. I don't want to do the cookie cutter. I want people to come to me for a unique reason. And I want people to want to work with me because of my standout factor, because of my quirks, because of the things that I bring to the table that nobody else can bring. So in the pursuit of moving forward into 2022, I want to lead with authenticity even more. And I think as a whole, the more we try to fit in, We just get further and further away from who we are. And today we have so many things that are pulling our attention. We are exposed to what everybody else is doing that it's so easy to not know who you are. So this takes an intentional act to really dive into and do the work. So number three, you will always hear me talk about this. Um, It's just really near and dear to my heart. Number four. consistency. If there's one thing that I keep learning over and over again is that consistency is where the growth happens in both life, business, whatever area that you are trying to improve on. And anytime I commit consistently to my goals, I always, always, always see results. And these are usually small steps like If I commit to posting consistently daily, if I commit to walking daily or exercising daily or adding a vegetable to every meal or 10 minutes of reading that I do every morning or a morning routine, whenever I do those things consistently, I see growth and I see results. When I don't have consistency, you better believe it. I don't have the same results. Everything is wishy-washy and I really want to lean into consistency and have systems in place for 2022 to really automate my business, 
with the things that I can. And I had this conversation with a past client the other day, and we were talking about consistency. And she had mentioned that she can't be consistent herself. So her showing up daily for certain things, she's not able to do it. And my response was, well, let's find a system that can do it for you. And she was like, oh my God, I never thought of it that way. I feel sometimes when we think about consistency, we only look at it through the lens of a certain perspective. But consistency, if you're, for example, let's just use social media. We all know if you're running a business, consistency is key. If you can't commit to creatively putting posts out, let's say you decide four days a week and you know you have to be consistent, but you can't do it, then find a tool that allows you to post for you. You can create the content, allow somebody else to do it for you. So I'm all about finding ways that I can be consistent, even if it's not traditional what other people are doing. That's number four. I was about to go on a tangent there, folks, but I pulled myself back. Um, Number five, (laughs) and this one makes me smile. And I hope that when you hear this one, you take this one on for 2022 as well. Number five, my lesson is it's okay to toot my own horn and love who I am and love who I am becoming. I used to hate sharing my wins. And to be honest, okay, I still do struggle sometimes too. I used to feel that it was considered bragging or I was being cocky. Um, All the words that you've heard around people, you know, when they share things that are good in their life. But that's not true. That's a bunch of bullshit. And I'm all about breaking the norms. I want to normalize people celebrating their wins and being proud of their accomplishments. Dude, you have worked so hard to make all these things happen. Take a moment and appreciate it and be proud. Celebrate all the steps, even the small ones, all the wins, even the small ones. Because, you know, if you stop and you look around, we are the first people to cheer on those around us. You are cheering on your bestie. You're cheering on your friends. You're probably cheering on your cousin's son, like everybody, you're cheering them on, right? Why not just give a little bit of that back to ourselves? We normalize cheering and celebrating other people's wins. Let's start celebrating our own. Because I don't know about you, but what the heck is the point of going after goals if you can't celebrate the growth and appreciate all the wins that are happening along the way? When you do that, you are maximizing your success rate by number one, yes, same results, but actually enjoying the process. And I don't know about you, but I want to enjoy the process. It's so much more important than enjoying the ride than just only enjoying the end result. Now, don't get me wrong. Enjoying the end is sweet. It's like all your hard work comes to fruition. But if you are struggling with following through on your goals, try celebrating some of the wins along the way. Celebrate those micro goals. Celebrate every step that you take moving forward. I'm not talking about throwing a party, but now if you want to do that too, that's cool. But really be proud of yourself of all the progress that you're making. And when you do that, it will definitely help you speed up the results. So it's okay to toot your horn and it's okay to lean into all those wins. Because uh, the other part too is that this journey is messy, right? It really is hard. It's a lot of ups and downs. But I do really want to say that the second part of number five about loving myself, I am really learning to love who I am. And for so many years, I have fit into a box and I thought that was success. 
but I don't need to be in a box and I love who I am. I don't need to be anybody else and that's enough. Ah, that just feels so amazing to say out loud. And it's just so empowering to say these things to yourself. And I encourage you to do the same. Like push pause and ask yourself, like, what do you love about yourself? Seriously, what do you love about yourself? And, you know, I, I do understand that it's hard to lean in and to love who you are, especially when we have so many people, things, outlets telling us that you're not supposed to love yourself. But, you know, it's such a beautiful gift when you can lean in. And I will say that I still go back sometimes and catch that old conditioning um, where I'm like, oh, you know, you're starting to pick yourself apart. But even though I still do have those setbacks, I really do love who I am. And this took some time because for a while I judged myself. I judged my body. I was just so hard on myself. And if you feel that way, I do want you to know that it's okay to feel that way. And I want to share two things that I've done to really help me step into loving myself more and more every day. I don't know if you've heard of Mel Robbins. If you're new to the podcast, I talk about Mel Robbins quite a lot. But one of the things that she's doing and one of her new books that she has out is called The High Five Habit. So every time she sees herself in the mirror, she high fives herself. And there's a scientific research behind it that talks about what happens when you do it. But, but I added a little Gina flair to it. So every time I high five myself in the mirror, I add a little wink because I'm a little bit geeky and I love to add my own flair. And um, yeah, I just like to be silly. So I wink at myself and I say to myself in the mirror, you're freaking awesome. I love you. Sounds really corny, but here's the thing. All day long, you are already telling yourself some pretty shitty things. So by me asking you to intentionally flip that, you're already saying things to yourself. And those things are not creating love for yourself. So let's just try a flippy poo here and see what happens when you try the opposite. And let me know, like, how how does that change your day? If you're used to now, when you're getting ready for work or whatever, you're looking at yourself and tearing yourself down, just think about how your day is going to go from there. And then think about how your day will go if you actually started speaking kind things to yourself, right? And the other thing that I would encourage you to do, the second thing that uh, also has helped me when I needed just a pick me up and to work on that self-worth is that try this journal prompt of writing out five things that you love about yourself. I started doing this regularly. And at first it was the same five things because I was like, oh, God damn, this is hard because we've been taught to hate ourselves and all that BS. Um, But then as I started getting more comfortable and I was like, "Okay, yeah, I got some pretty good things going on here. Um, then I gave myself a challenge to, I couldn't write the same things two days in a row. So then I extended that or before I knew it, I was writing all these different things about myself that I loved. And I have a journal now that I can go back to and I can look at all the things that I love about myself. And it really helps you switch your perspective. The other thing that I do want to say about this one too, is that you were taught not to love yourself. So give yourself a break. Try to let go of that judgment and, oh my goodness, I can't believe I feel this way. It's not your fault, okay? Give yourself some grace, take back your power, and understand that you do have the power to change it, but it involves daily habits that you need to change. Because right now, your daily habits, 
if you're listening and can resonate, you're probably tearing yourself down. And that is a habit that you've become accustomed to that you don't even realize you're doing. So in order to change that, it takes work to change that conditioning and to think something different. Now, once again, I do want to say that because I do these things and because I can say right now that I do love who I am, that doesn't mean that 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 inner mean girl is not there. She definitely is there. But I don't let her sit with me anymore. I (laughs) I call her on her BS and I tell her she's not welcomed. Then I replace that with something that is way kinder. So those are just two little things that I think could be quite helpful if you feel that when you say, or when I say, I love myself, and if something stirs something there, um, give that a shot. Give it a shot. Um, So I was going to leave it at five, (laughs) but I'm going to add a sixth one because this this has been a huge lesson for me this year too that um, keeps coming up. So I figure if it keeps coming up, I should share it because if it's coming up for me, it may be coming up for you as well. Okay, the sixth one is stop assuming. Stop assuming. Gentle sacred heart. I am shocked. I still need this reminder, but here we are. I know that the brain needs certainty and you like to finish your thought loop, but Gina, oh my God, the stories and assumptions we make, they're just so wrong. And my dad always used to say the word assume means You make an ass out of you and an ass out of me. And I've carried that with me for my goodness. I'm not going to say how old I am, Um, but I've carried this with me for years and I still remember this. So when I catch that my brain is making an assumption, I always remind that when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. And when you catch that, you really want to do a switcheroo with that. You really want to remind yourself that even though our brain needs that thought completion, it doesn't mean that the thought it completes it with is actually true. I have made so many assumptions this year that were just plain, flat out assumptions that I was totally wrong about that if I didn't check them, it could have led to some really serious, uh, I guess not side effects, but serious uh, outcomes. I could have lost friends. I could have lost on business opportunities. I could have lost out on just all these little things that I've created and that you have created that our brain creates when we don't have an answer for ourselves. So if either one of these that you go through uh, to 2022 with, stop assuming, stop assuming, stop assuming, and start assuming that you're wrong. Start assuming that the thoughts you're thinking are wrong because chances are our brain is going to find a way for us to feel safe and that's how it does it. Um, So yeah, those are my six lessons that I want to carry into 2022 because I truly feel that they have changed my perspective on so many things, both life and business. And I just hope that they'll guide you as well. So I wanted to share those with you. And I think it's important also before I do move on to the next thing um, to preface all this with it's I don't want you to confuse growth and wanting to be a better version of yourself with not loving who you are. You can both love who you are and be excited and committed to becoming a stronger and better version of yourself. And this looks so differently for everyone. It could mean a goal you're working on personally, business-wise. It could mean leaning into downtime, more family time. It could be whatever goals are specific to you 
And as long as you're going through different seasons of your life, your priorities and goals are changed. Lean into that and trust that what you want to work on is enough. And trust that you know what's best for you and to not do what other people expect of you and tell you that you should do. So keep that in mind as you are navigating and what growth means to you. I also wanted to share what I do at the beginning of each year. And I'll touch on this one again in the new year. Um, But I've been thinking about this for the last month and I want to help you get your gears rolling if this is something that resonates with you and something that you might want to do. But every single year, I choose a word that symbolizes what I want the year and my focus to be. This year for 2021, it was trust and believe. I've been geared, I guess, or programmed to look at plans and be focused on results. But I've learned that that's only one part of the equation. And this year, I really wanted to lean into trusting and believing. And I had to say it was really beautiful to to learn to trust that I am supported. So that was my word for 2021. This year, my word is expansion for both me and my clients. And I want to continue to expand what I believe is possible for me and take massive action to go after it, both life and business. And I'm leaning into this philosophy with my clients too. In fact, that's where the name of the expansion formula came from, from my group coaching program in January. So I really encourage you to do some reflection and ask yourself, what do you want in 2022? And I'm not big on New Year's resolutions because I goal set all year round. Um, But being intentional about what you want your focus to be for the year is pivotal for me in my business. And it's that focus. It's almost like that lighthouse where I keep my eye on what I want. And one of my big, I guess it's like a pillar that kind of ground me to keep my focus for 2022. Um, And if you're excited about that, we're going to come back to this on our very first episode of 2022. Um, But I would love for you to shoot me a message Email me, tag me in any reflection that you do in preparation for finding your word or phrase for 2022. I'd love to hear it. Speaking of 2022, if you like the idea of expansion and you need some guidance into 2022 to help you expand what you think is possible for you and your business, and you want someone to show and guide you on how to take massive action, join me in the expansion formula today. Um, We have some amazing things coming up and it's going to be a six month container where it's you and me working on your business and your mindset. And it's going to be a fantastic place to be if you feel alone in your business and you just want more of the life and more of your business. Anywho, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and you're ending 2021 with some reflection and I hope you feel empowered that you get to decide how 2021 ends for you and you get to decide how you step into the new year. You get to create it all. Don't forget that you have so much more power than you believe and I cannot wait to see what is in store for you in 2022. Happy holidays, happy new year and remember, keep it fun, keep it kind and always keep it real.